0: Of their KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school basketball.
1: Clevenger gives it to Techmeyer. Backdoor cut for Coster, and he'll dunk it home. The slam by Coster. Just a great V cut and a read there between Clevenger and Coster.
0: Tonight, the Cardi Bearcats are back at home to battle the Fremont Tigers. High school basketball in central Nebraska's ESPN radio superstation is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club.
1: And Robinson will pull down the rebound. He gets it up ahead. Koski drives, gets the bucket and foul. Carney looking to attack, but they throw it up ahead here to Koski. Koski gets the hoop and the harm.
0: Carney is coming off a runner up finish at the GNAC Holiday Tournament, while Fremont went 1 and 2 in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, dropping two games by a combined six points. It's the Tigers and Bearcats coming up next, but for the New Tech Seed pregame show, we'll take you live to Carney High School with ESPN Radio's Randy Bush Cutter right after this word with New Tech Seed.
1: Good evening everyone and welcome to Carney High as the Bearcats trying to represent the K tonight as they'll be taking on Fremont in a battle of teams that are still kind of finding themselves a little bit. Fremont comes in at five and three. Carney High three and four on the season. Uh, after their loss to Norfolk in the GNAC tournament not long ago. But again, Carney High, their only losses this season have come to teams that are very highly thought of and well-rated as well. So I think really when you take a look at uh, comparison of scores and the like, you probably would say Carney, even though their record isn't as good as Fremont, would be somewhat of a favorite here tonight because, again, the Cats uh, have one of the better players in the state in in Cannon-Coster and hoping to get everything rolling as well. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you our starters between Carney High and Fremont. The Bearcats, three and four, trying to pick up a win of a game that they had scheduled from earlier in the year. Uh, That game was postponed because of the weather, and uh, so we'll kind of have a little bit of a Christmas flavor here tonight, including the Silent Night will be put together by the Rowdies at Carney High. We'll talk more about that right after this.
3: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Coddall. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. It's a new day here at Long John Silver's. Together we're charting a new course forward. How? It's more than great tasting, sustainably harvested seafood. We're bringing a renewed energy to better restaurant and guest experiences, fun and innovative new meal options, and of course, great value. We're glad you're on the journey with us. If you haven't stopped by lately, we hope you will. We'll be happy to see you and hope you and your family enjoy a seafood meal that will have you ringing the captain's bell on your way out. Long John Silver's, South 2nd Avenue in Kearney.
4: At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your Earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And
1: welcome back here. Time now for our starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. Ian Carney will begin first of all for Fremont. As we mentioned, the Tigers come in 5 and 3 on the year. Their starters will be Riley Harms, a 6 6 junior who averages 9.6 points and 6 rebounds. Cade Niehaus is a 6 1 senior that averages 2.8 points and a rebound 0.9 so far this season. Taylor Keeney, a 6 4 senior, averages 8.9 points and 5.5 and rebounds. Connor Dynas is a 6'2 senior, averaging two rebounds and two and a half points a game. And Zach Ware is a 6'3 junior. Ware is averaging about 10 and a half points and 4.6 rebounds a game. Now for the Carney High Bearcats, three and four on the year. Their starters are Jake Techmeyer. A 6-1 senior who averages 10.9 points and 1.7 rebounds. Trey Clevenger is the point guard. He averages 1.3 points and about 1.7 rebounds. Ryan Koski, a 6-2 senior, averages 7.7 points and 6.9 rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, the big guy in the middle, is a uh, just a sophomore. He is 6-6, averaging 9.6 points and 8.4 rebounds. He has really turned himself into a great rebounder throughout the course of the last couple of seasons. Cannon Koster, of course, is the All-State nominee. He is a 6'3 junior, averages 21.4 points and 7.6 rebounds a game. Again, your starting lineup brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And the Bearcats, of course, hoping to uh, kind of pick up a a win here tonight, uh, taking on a a team that uh, has uh, kind of gone up and down a little bit throughout the course of the year in Fremont. Fremont, as we mentioned, comes in at 5-3. and three. They lost to Lincoln Southwest in the Heartland Athletic Tournament. They also lost to Elkhorn South and Lincoln High earlier this year. Carney High has wins against Burke, McCook, and Scott's Bluff and losses Des Moines West, Lincoln Northeast, at Gretna, and Norfolk, who 7-2 and two and won the GNAC Conference title. We're all set and ready to go. You've been listening to the new Tech Seed pregame show, and they're going to have to re-jump it here as the ball wasn't cleanly tipped out there in the middle. Doing the honors, of course, will be Robinson for Carney High. And uh, jumping here for Fremont is going to be Harms, and the tip is going to be controlled here by the Bearcats. Cats will bring in the offensive end, obviously, and they kick it off to the right side, top of the circle. Now they give it to Clevenger. Around the perimeter, Techmeyer's open. That's not a recipe for success, but he misses the three, and the long rebound is just going to go out of bounds as Fremont allows that one to go, as Techmeyer could not get the three-pointer, and Fremont, with kind of a team defensive rebound there, will inbound the basketball. And they'll just toss it in as Carney High will give them some full-court pressure. Tech Meyer staying with the point guard here as they dribble on that right side. And they'll kick it top of the circle, nearly in the back court, But quick enough to track it down here is going to be Keeney. Keeney hands off to Harms. Harms puts his head down, dribbles around. And they're just kind of running that weave play off the top. And now on the left side, driving here is going to be Keeney. Keeney has a shot blocked by Robinson. He picks it up. And hooks it the ball up ahead here to Coster. Uh, Back around here to Clevenger. Now left side to get it back out to Clevenger. He'll shoot a three and he hits the three. Well, when your name's Trey, I guess you can hit a three pointer from now, from time to time. And Trey Clevenger with the first three points of the ball game here for Carney High. And a kick here left side. An air ball by Harms that's going to be rebounded by Clevenger. Clevenger pulls it up, kicks it up ahead here for Techmeyer, trying to get it to Robinson. Robinson was not ready for it and Carney High has turned the ball over. Went off of his shoulder and it's picked up here. By Keeney, who's got the dribble, and he'll hand the ball off for Niehaus. Niehaus almost uh, stolen away, the way, but gets it back to Keeney. Jumper off going to be no good. Coster with the defensive rebound. Long pass. Tech is going to save it until it goes out of bounds on the sideline. That will be another Carney High turnover. But uh, uh, maybe a dangerous pass there, but if you make it, if that pass is complete, it's a layup for Carney High, so you, you kind of risk the turnover in exchange for an easy bucket but they couldn't quite make the connection, and Carney High will pressure the inbounds as Niehaus has it. Passes tip. Clevenger knocked it loose, and it's going to be in the hands of Techmeyer, who will get it down low for Robinson. Robinson couldn't handle it. Gets on the ground. Rolls it out to Coster, who will give it off your right side for Koski. Back to Techmeyer. Back to Koski on that left side. Over to Clevenger. About the same spot he hit the three, but he'll take it to the free throw line, and he's going to double dribble with it. He wanted to pass the ball out, but Ware was going to intercept it, and he, so he intercepted his own pass, did Clevenger, and that's going to be a double dribble. Barron just throwing it right into the hands there of Ware and have him traipsing up court with nobody in front of him. Bearcats will pressure the inbounds as they'll go full court pressure here. Ball is inbounded, and Carson Schwartz checks in. He's helping pressure the ball here. And uh, the ball is going to be thrown out in the lane. Nice pass down low where with a little runner, that's going to be no good and rebounded by Coster. So Coster will pull down the rebound. And now Clevenger tries to get it to Robinson and that's going to be intercepted. It's going to be a Carney high turnover, but they steal it right back. The outlet pass stolen by Clevenger. He lays it up and in. And a timeout for Fremont. First five points of the ball game belonging to the Bearcats. They've got a 5-0 lead. With 5.49 to go here at quarter number one. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the K right after this. And welcome back here to Kearney Heim. Bearcats help them pressure the ball. And they've not taken great care of the ball themselves, but they have been able to force Fremont into a couple of turnovers. Almost did it again. And now they have. They've knocked the ball loose. Clevenger has it. Clevenger a little runner. No shot. Dunked by Coster. The putback dunk by Cannon Coster. I think it's safe to say that's a putback. Outlet pass here to Ware where they don't have numbers this free month. They'll have to slow down on the half-court set after the dunk by Coster gives Carney High a 7-0 lead. Off the screen, top of the circle, that's Keeney. He'll get it off here on the uh, left wing for Niehaus. Niehaus, tough shot inside. Keeney can't hit it, and Robinson, who altered that shot, then comes down with the rebound. And now on the baseline, Coster has it, and he's going to be fouled. Is was on the drive. He passed the ball initially. And for a moment there, I thought maybe they might say that's a shooting foul, and uh, Fremont coaches would have come unglued, but the officials say it's just a block. It's going to be inbounded on the baseline. And around the perimeter we go. They give it out top of the circle here. With the ball here is going to be Schwarz. And Carson Schwarz gives it away. Now gets it back near the top of the key. Gives it left side for Clevenger. Now they'll cycle through as they got out to Koski. Right side to Clevenger. Now for Robinson. Back out for Clevenger. That's where he hit a three earlier on, that, uh, on the other wing. And now he gets the ball back. And again, they're leaving him open. And Schwarz will penetrate. Kick back out for Clevenger. Clevenger will shoot another three. And he hits another three. Clevenger has hit two three-pointers in the Bearcats of the first 10 points of the ball game. They pressure it. They've got numbers. Does Fremont. They run in the coster. No call. Offensive rebound with the shot. It will not fall. And it's rebounded by Zach Ware they're going to call a foul here on Carney High and that'll be against Shadow Robinson his first of the game I thought maybe they would call a charge there as Coster was set but they kind of allowed them to play on and now Ware will be shooting two free throws after he pulled down the rebound after the miss and my apologies they gave it to Ryan Kosky instead the foul was on Kosky So where, at the free throw line, misses the first. And now he's got the second, and that one he's able to roll in. So Schwarz has it on the right side, looking at 2-3 zone. They'll swing it around the perimeter. Techmeyer has it. Skip it out here for Schwarz. Gives it right side for Koski. Kosky this time. They put a hand in his face after hitting two three-pointers, but Techmeyer's open for the three. That's no good. Schwarz with the rebound. Schwarz double team. passes it out to Coster. Coster on the left side. Will now kick at top of the circle here for Schwarz. His three-pointer, no good. Rebound is going to go off the bound, off the hands of Fremont. It goes off the hands of Harms. So Carney's had a couple of uh, good looks here. Can't get the shot to fall just yet. But they'll inbound it on the baseline. They toss it in for Clevenger. And again, they respect Clevenger's ability to shoot the three. First two times he shot out there, they did not have a hand anywhere near him. And he was able to drain an open three-pointer. Schwarz gives it right side now for Techmeyer. Skip pass over for Clevenger. Top of the circle here for Schwarz. He's looking to the inside. And now Coster has it on that left wing. He's going to drive the baseline. He's going to take it off glass. And he's going to score. Ken and Coster driving with that offhand. And is able to find a little seam, comes back in and banks it off the glass. And the Bearcats have a 12-1 to lead, their largest lead of the ballgame. A little penetration in the lane, more contact. And a little, they're upset that there was not a foul call there as Ware got the bucket and ran over Clevenger. So Ware with the bucket, and they apparently are not going to be calling a charge. There, something had to be called on that, and there was no whistle. Driving here is Techmeyer. Kick out for Schwarz. He's wide open for three and he hits it. Nice inside out game. Techmeyer with the penetration. And then Carson Schwarz strokes in the three-pointer. And I give Techmeyer an assist on that. Right side Dinas has it. Dangerous pass, but tracking it down here is Keeney, but he had to use up his dribble, so they'll give it to Harms. Off the right side, here's Keeney. Keeney's gonna drive. Shot no good. Offensive rebound. Blocked by Robinson. Outlet by Schwarz after he got the rebound, kicks it out to Techmeyer. Techmeyer just throws it up, and uh, we'll call that a missed three-pointer. And then the long outlet pass after it's rebounded by Ware is going to be off the mark, and it goes out of bounds. That'll be a turnover here on Fremont. Similar to what we talked about earlier, you make that long outlet pass. If you complete it, then it's a layup. If you don't, the other team gets the ball. Well, right now the other team's got the ball as Carney High is going to inbound it. Checking in here for the Cats is going to be Sam Straka. And Straka will inbound here for Schwartz. Kick right side for Koster. And they'll get it out here for Straka. Straka gave it away, gets it back, kicks left side for Techmeyer. Techmeyer on the baseline, kicks out for Schwartz. Over off on the left side, here's Straka for three. That's going to be no good. And rebounded by Fremont. Snagging the bound there is going to be Brendan Perry, who also came into the game just moments ago. So, Fremont will bounce around, top of the circle. Caden Hendricks came in a little bit ago, makes a dangerous pass to Ware. He's able to track it down, try to get it on the baseline. Coster stepped through, it goes off of his foot and out of bounds. He's trying to get it to Keeney. And for Carney High, they're going to make a substitution as uh, Kosky's going to come back into the game. So Bearcats... Back on defense, minute 42 to go. They've got a 15-3 lead. And both times that uh, Fremont scored, Bearcats thought they had collected a charge. Perry on that left side working against Robinson, well behind the three-point arc. Five-second count going on, so Perry will dribble out. Nearly has it stolen away, but Ware is able to track it down. Great hustle there by Schwarz. And now on the bounce is going to be Niehaus. Niehaus takes it all the way down the baseline, kicks it out. Ware shooting a three, barely draws any iron, and it's rebounded here by Koski. Koski pulls down the defensive rebound, gives it up ahead here for Robinson. Robinson, entry pass down low, reverse layup, up and good. Great look there by Straka. Straka with the bucket, and Fremont with another timeout. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Kearney High with a 17-3 lead, a minute four to go here in the first quarter. This time out, brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to the K right after this.
3: Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up, and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County.
1: And welcome back here to Carney High. I think the uh, Bearcats called off the whole silent night. I mean, it, usually you wait till that 12th point and you act like you won the state championship, until that point, the student body doesn't make a peep. Well, they've been kind of engaged uh, since the early stages of this game because Carney High's played so well. Maybe they forgot that they were supposed to be quiet. Ball's inbounded. Techmeyer's going to commit the foul here. Or maybe they just playing flat-out called off because it's after Christmas. Niehaus had the ball inbounded to him. Tech Meyer commits the foul. That's going to be his first foul of the game. And now Ware gets the inbounds. Carney's still looking to press and to trap here, and why not? They've had some success with it. And they'll lob it up to near midcourt as Keeney has it. Keeney gives it to Harms. Kick out on the right side for Ware. Ware three-pointer, no good. Robinson will pull down the rebound. And here comes Carney High. Bringing it up court. They'll just hand the ball off here on the uh, right side for Schwarz. Schwars gave it away. Gets it back around the perimeter. Techmeyer has it. Top of the circle for Koski. Back now, right wing for Schwarz, and he hits a three-pointer. Bearcats shooting the ball very, very well right now as uh, Schwars drains another three-pointer. He now has six in the game, all of them coming from behind the arc. Drive up the middle. Shot's going to be missed. Maybe even blocked there by Robinson. Robinson pulls it down and uh, they'll kick the ball back around. They give it to Robinson. Robinson, yeah, he couldn't decide what he wanted to do. Started to drive, and then decided he was going to kick the Techmeyer, and his timing was just a little bit off, and he ends up walking with it, and he knew it even before the whistle blew. 11.8 to go here in the quarter, a quarter that's belonged to Carney High because they have a 20-3 lead. Ball inbounded here for Perry. Perry gets it up ahead here for Niehaus. Niehaus shut off by Schwarz. Five seconds left. Gives it to Harms. Harms backing up. Harms is going to hand it off on the right side. A three-pointer at the buzzer by Hendricks is going to be an air ball. And eight minutes of basketball that belonged to the Bearcats come to an end. It's Carney High 20 and Fremont 3. We'll be back with the second quarter after this timeout. And welcome back here to Carney High. A reminder for you that uh, we have other basketball games for you on Class Against 98-9, Gibbon and Shelton in a girl-boy doubleheader. And as they enter the fourth quarter in that one, the Gibbon girls have a lead in Shelton of 35-14. to And don't forget that all the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlattenRiverGrats.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney, Holdridge Lexington. And Lincoln. Fremont has it, and they'll kick it in the corner, left side, and a three-pointer up and good for Zach Ware. So Ware strokes it in on Fremont's first possession of the second quarter here, and they now scored as many points in the first few seconds as they did in the entire quarter. Kick out here for Robinson. Robinson for three. No good. Rebound, and boy, there's a lot of contact that the officials let go. Koski had the rebound, literally got run over, it goes out of bounds. He was the last to touch it, but no foul called there. That's about the third time tonight. I thought there was enough contact for a foul. And the officials are, let's just say we're not being ticky-tack. They're letting them play. Fremont will break the press here. And they'll drive, and they'll lay it up the glass and in. A yeah, nice little uh, runner there by Dinas. Dinus shooting around Coster. And now, right side Clevenger has it. Bearcats four out of nine behind the arc so far here in the ballgame. Techmeyer on that left side kicks it out to Coster. Coster, his first three point attempt, going to be no good. And uh, Fremont cannot corral the rebound. They had it, but then it goes out of bounds off of them. So, a team rebound here for the Bearcats. And on his own baseline, Techmeyer is going to inbound it. He'll kick it out for Coster. Coster off of the screen, drains the three. Ken and Coster got a nice screen there by Robinson as part of the inbounds play and drain the three-pointer. Ware has it on the right side. And now they'll kick it out here on the left wing for Hendricks. Hendricks back out here for Niehaus. Niehaus directing traffic, working against Techmeyer. Cats going man-to-man. Top of the circle with it here is going to be Dynas. Dinas gets it down low, a little dry. That's a tough shot, and Robinson will pull down the miss. And uh, quickly up ahead to Techmeyer, who hands back off for Coster. Coster will fire a three. That's going to be no good. Long rebound, and now we're going to have a foul, and that is going to be against Clevenger. That'll be his first. A little bit of pressure on the inbounds, but Fremont handles it pretty well this time. They give it off on the uh, right side. Bouncing that out here is going to be Hendricks. Back around the perimeter, they'll give it out here for Niehaus. Niehaus will skip it on the right side here for Dinas. Techmeyer will pressure the ball in the hands of Harms here. Harms will dribble out, and now Coster will pick him up off the screen, and they'll work it back around here. Niehaus has it. Niehaus working against Robinson. Will kick into the corner here for Hendricks. Hendricks, Working against uh, Clevenger off of a screen. Good help there by Techmeyer. Now entry pass down low and posting up strong. And hitting the bucket is going to be Keeney. And Keeney with the bucket. Pass on that left wing. They're trying to connect with Techmeyer kind of on the run there. and Good job running the floor by Keeney as he knocked it away from him. Right into the hands of Mark Williams, the Fremont coach. Cats working around the perimeter. Robinson off the screen, has the dribble, tried to bounce it, and uh, thought that Coster was going to backdoor cut, and Coster did not, and so it goes out of bounds. Well, you play together as often as Robinson, and they blow the horn after they inbounded it. As much as Robinson and Coster have played together the last couple of years, you kind of think that you know what the other guy's going to do, and Robinson apparently guessed wrong. And Joaquin Robinson is going to come in here for Shiloh. So with it is Harms in the offensive end. They'll kick up ahead for Niehaus. Niehaus working against Techmeyer. And they're going to call a little block. <laughs> Again, we've seen some fouls of guys that just got absolutely waylaid and no whistle. And then a little impediment there by Jake Techmeyer will be his second foul. I'm not arguing that that wasn't a foul because it was. Kick out here for Dinus. Dinus driving the lane. Shut out by Coster. So they'll work it back around the perimeter once it got down the low block. Didn't want to shoot over the top of the taller Coster. So around the perimeter we go. Keeney will enter it in. Kick right back out here for Niehaus. Niehaus will give it right side for Harms. Harms three-pointer is uh, out of bounds. Ware saved it, but Ware had stepped uh, out of bounds to try to save it. So Fremont will miss it, and Carney High will get the basketball. Clevenger on the run. We'll get it out right side for Koski. Off the screen, they give it to Schwarz. Schwartz hit a couple of threes, gives it to Clevenger. Right side here for Koster. Koster, seven points in the game, enters it down low. Nice cut, and we got a foul. Nice cut there for Koski. And Koski got the bounce pass, went straight up with it, and he was fouled, and he'll have a couple of free throws here. And the foul is going to be on Taylor Keeney, his first. So Koski shooting two, and the first one is up and off the back of the iron and no good. So Koski up there again, a 50% free-throw shooter coming in, and he makes one out of two, so he stays right on his average. That would now make him 12 of 24 on the season. Keeney. Working against Koski. Brings in the offensive end as they handle the press. Niehaus has it. Will kick out here for Harms. Harms gives it right side and Ware is wide open and hits the back of the iron, so he misses the three. And Robinson will pull down the rebound. On the run here is Schwarz. Schwarz's shot going to be no good. And rebounded by Ware. Ware pulls down the bound. After Robinson got the uh, rebound last trip up the court. And now try to pull a little pressure down low, and then coming out, uh, popping up top here is going to be Keeney. Keeney will shoot over top of Robinson. Shot's going to be no good. Schwarz will pull down the rebound. And Carney High will get it inside for Coster. And Coster will lay it in with that offhand. Boy, he could drove through there very, very quickly. Coster with the bucket, and we've got another timeout. This timeout being taken by uh, Carney High. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 3.57 to go. In the second quarter, Bearcats with a 26-10 lead. Back to the Nebraska National Bank broadcast booth at Kearney High right after this. equity to work well bearcats shooting the uh, ball very well early on in this game but they can't rely on that they're going to have to continue to do what they're doing on the defensive end and that's play outstanding defense because that that shooting will cool down a little bit but uh, if you play good defense that'll never fade that is our seeds of success brought to you by impact ag partners craig weges and todd travis your local pioneer seed dealer where can grow his turn for the latest weather market updates and agronomy information to get the most out of every acre well, that's easy. Pinder.com and MobilePinder.com on their smartphone. The great seeds of success for a better yield start with Pioneer. I and mean, Carney has gone pretty much a, a three-quarter to full-court trap all game. And they're going to go over and back here at pressure. They got it across midcourt. And uh, just trying to get out, that ball out of his hand before it exploded was Taylor Keeney. Kind of like you pull the pin on a grenade, you want to get rid of it. Well, he threw it in the backcourt. And that will be a turnover forced by that cardi high defense just as we were talking about how good the defense has been Schwartz has it top of the key he'll get it right side here to brock marlette around they get it out here for koski marlette open on the right side but they'll only enter it inside for robinson and shiloh's back in the game And shiloh down low going from block to block and they'll get it out for marlette right side for schwarz left side for koski uh, koski great drive Going to lay it in with that dominant hand on the right side. Good work there by Koski Came through where uh, Robinson was posted up, and that post-up served as a nice screen. Harms is across the timeline. Throws it down that right sideline for where They double-team him, and the outlet pass is intercepted by Marlette. Bearcats on the run, and Marlette will drive. Shot missed, but Robinson is there for the putback. Shiloh Robinson makes the putback. And a nice job there with the uh, rebound after Fremont turns the ball over. And Carney will pressure the ball some more. Harms gives it off on that right side to Ware. He's in the offensive end. And now a three on two, but Fremont doesn't have the advantage of the numbers. So they'll slow it down. They kick it back out here for Niehaus. Niehaus to Ware. Ware lobs it in the corner. They lob it into the block. And they'll back in against Kosky. And Keeney will hit the shot. That was not easy as uh, Koski was doing everything he could. Great contact there, as Coster going up with it is foul. The ball goes out of bounds, and I think they're going to call it just out of bounds instead of the foul. Koski was hitting him pretty hard, knowing that uh, he didn't have position, and hoping he'd get a foul call. And it didn't come. So Schwarz is on the baseline in front of the Carney High Rowdies, and they'll kick it in for Coster, who has the three-pointer. No good, and a rebound by Carney High. But they're going to call a foul here on Schwarz. Uh, good look there for the Bearcats. Same play on that imbalance that they used earlier to set up Koster for a three. But that time it rattled in and out. And that's one of those that was about three-quarters of the way down. Checking in here for Carney High, going to be Sam Struka. Uh So uh, we'll set the lineup for you for Carney High. It's Koski. Clevenger, Schwarz, Robinson, and now Straka. Niehaus, facing a little pressure, gives it off here for Hendricks, who came in during the stoppage, and they'll get it to Niehaus. Back to Hendricks on that right side, back to Kneehouse. Niehaus is going to drive the lane, kick out here for Perry. Perry will set a screen after passing off. They give it down the left side for Niehaus. He'll fire a three. It's up high, no good. Robinson pulls down another rebound, fouled, and this time they'll call it. Shiloh Robinson again with another nice defensive rebound off of the miss. And then as he was outletting, it was hit. And that'll be on Perry. Brendan Perry, his first foul. And Coster, after a very short breather, will come back in here for the Bearcats. With a minute 51 to go before halftime. Lob pass for Robinson. Robinson at the elbow, in trouble, loses the basketball. Fremont causes the Carney uh, high turnover. They did a nice job of doing that without committing a foul, or at least having one called. Keeney will give it off here right side for Hendricks. Hendricks had the ball knocked out of bounds here by Coster. Or Coster's foot was on the sideline and put his hand on the ball. In any event, it is going to be a Fremont ball on the sideline, and Kearney will pressure it where? Right down that sideline being well-pressured by Koski, but finds a way to back out with it. So not much pressure on Niehaus right now. He'll use up the dribble, makes a bad pass, and is almost stolen by Carney High, but coming up with it is going to be Keeney, and Keeney's pass could be knocked away by Robinson. That sequence did not result in a turnover, but it just shows that every pass Fremont makes, Carney High is going to contest it. They're going to put a hand on it. They're going to make it hard for you to do everything you want to do, and they've had great success with that. Inbounded for Perry, who will give it off here for Hendricks. Hendricks will mismatch, won't shoot over the top of Robinson or drive past him for that matter either. And they'll kick it off here right side, and Niehaus, he'll try a three and he hits it. Kay Niehaus had enough for a range there to stroke that one in, and the lead's cut down to 15. With 54 seconds to go here before halftime, Bearcats with a 30 to 15 lead. Top of the circle, Clevenger over for Coster. Coster with 45. Now gives right side here for Koski. Koski, a little hesitation dribble, now gives it to Coster, And I'm kind of surprised Carney just doesn't take the air out of the ball and work for the last shot. They might start to think about it now, but now they got a break, backdoor cut, and a great pass in for Shiloh Robinson. And Robinson got the pass from Schwarz there and got a great look. And now it's a 17-point Carney High advantage with 17 to go, and Robinson knocks the ball loose. Shores has it, a three-on-two over for Koski, and Koski on the drive is fouled. Again, that defense for Carney High creating opportunity after opportunity. And it's a little bit of everybody. Robinson knocked that one loose to create a three-on-two the other direction as he was able to tip it right to one of his teammates. And then run the floor. And Koski with two free throws. The first one up and good. is going to check back into the game here for Carney Heim. And also back in the game is Brock Marlette with 13.3 to go. Only nine total fouls between these two teams have been called. Second free throw here is good. And I got a feeling that uh, some shooters checking back in here for Fremont with 13.3 to go. Riley Harms will toss the ball in for Keeney. Keeney works through a double team, weaves his way through it, has numbers, passes right side, Marlette comes up with it, six seconds left. And Marlette then had trouble. He was looking at the clock, had pressure coming to the side. A lot of things going on there, and Marlette's sad, and he ends up taking an extra step with it. Riley Harms will inbound it, and they'll throw it in the corner. They lob it down on the baseline, and a foul to give here. So Robinson will commit his first foul of the game with 3.1 to go right underneath the net, right underneath the basket. But that's a good foul because they had a foul to give. And now Joaquin Robinson is going to check in. On the baseline, inbounding here is Niehaus, and the inbounds stolen away by Schwarz. He'll shoot a three-quarter court shot, and it hits the glass, but that'll do it. Carney High doing a great job here defensively. And uh, Fremont turning the ball over time after time in the face of this Bearcat pressure, and the Cats head to the locker room with a 34-15 to 15 lead. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report from Carney High right after this timeout.
0: The bank with a true carney connection. Good things will happen.
2: Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to hastings.edu to find out more. <laughs>
1: And welcome back here to County High as the Dance Cats, or should we say the Dance Reindeer, performing here at halftime. The Bearcats leading this one 34-15. to 15. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Again, they're the Dance Reindeer tonight because Uh, Originally, this game was scheduled before the Christmas break, so they worked hard with uh, interesting costumes. (laughs) (laughs) They they kind of with tutus, but they kind of look like reindeer. It's actually a very well-done costume here. And, uh, you know, you don't put that much time and effort in those costumes and not show it off to everybody. So they're doing uh, Run Run Rudolph as their dance routine here, as uh, usual. An outstanding job done here by the Dance Cats. And also a great job in the first half by the... Varsity boys basketball team Carney High with a 34 to 15 lead here at intermission. And again, over the Christmas break, they played in the Genac tournament, of course, and uh, had their run uh, stopped by uh, by Norfolk. And again, Norfolk seven and two on the year, so that is uh, a, 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 in Norfolk. Uh, so it was a very tough place to play, and they uh, fell 55 to 40 after they did pick up wins against Scottsbluff and McCook, and of course a game that you heard uh, right here on ESPN radio right before the Christmas break, they travel to Gretna and the dragons, one of the better teams in the state, regardless of class number one in class B and they fell on that one. So they've uh, been able to, uh, uh, split their last four games after getting that win against uh, Omaha Burke, and now they're hoping to kind of get things heading in the right direction. They're playing a Fremont team that's pretty good tonight. Fremont 5-3 and three coming in, and the Cats do have a 19-point lead here to intermission. They'll travel to North Platte on uh, Friday, and Saturday, Lincoln Northeast, who's 5-3, and three, will come right back here to Kearney High, and we'll have that game for you Saturday afternoon right here on ESPN Radio. Let's take a look at our halftime numbers We'll begin first of all for uh, Carney High. And leading the way for them here in the first half is Cannon Coster. Coster didn't get on the board uh, real early. It was led early on by Trey Clevenger, but Coster has nine points here in the first half to go with three rebounds. Trey Clevenger has eight points in the first half, including a couple of the trays. And uh, Jason Schwartz also hit two three pointers. He has six points here to intermission. Ryan Koski has five points. Shiloh Robinson with four. Sam Stracker with a couple of points as well. Unofficially, they have Carney High 13 of 25 from the field, shooting 52 percent overall, three point shooting five of 14. That's actually cooled off a little bit. Uh, they were shooting about 45 percent. Right now it's down to about 36 percent. They're five out of 14 from the free throw line. They're three out of four and they have four offensive rebounds. A total of 16 rebounds here in the first half and they have uh, turned the ball over. Uh, six times here in the first half most of those in the uh, early stages uh meanwhile fremont with those 15 points in the ball game uh for turnovers i have them with seven and it just seems like their turnovers uh Ended up being a little bit more costly. Those turned in the layups on the other end for Carney High uh, on about three or four different occasions. And as a result, the Bearcats, that's one of the reasons why Carney High is shooting so well from the field is they've had those uh, fast break opportunities after forcing the turnover. Zach Ware leading the way here for Fremont in the first half. He has uh, got six points. Uh, one out of two from the free throw line does have a three-pointer as well. Taylor Keeney with four points in the game. Cade Newhouse with three, and Connor Dinas has uh, two points here in the first half as well. Unofficially, Fremont six out of nineteen for about thirty-two percent shooting from the field. They're two of nine from three-point range for twenty-two percent, one out of two from the free throw line, and they're being out rebounded by Carney High. I think I had it being a sixteen to five here in the first half. And again, with those seven turnovers in the first half as well, the Bearcats uh, with a pretty comfortable lead here at intermission, 34 to 15. And again, uh, they started the uh, uh, second quarter with a 20 to three lead. So they had a 17-point lead at one stretch. And then uh, Fremont got things going a little bit better offensively in that second quarter. But the Cats still outscore them in the quarter by a score of 14 to 12. So right now, everything pointing the way of Carney High, as, again, they, they've got a long way to go in this one, and this one's uh, not over yet, but the Bearcats with a 19-point lead here at intermission. We'll take another break here, we'll continue with more of the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, and we come back to Carney High right after this.
2: The Land National
1: During the holiday season, more than ever, our
2: thoughts turn gratefully to those who have helped make our progress possible. In this spirit, we sincerely say thank you. We value the friendship and confidence you have shown us, and we look forward to continuing to serve you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership in the coming year. Best wishes this holiday season from all of us at Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC.
1: And welcome back here to Carney High. Bearcats comfortably ahead in this one, 34-15 here at intermission. And I uh, do want to remind you that we'll have uh, their next home game as they'll be uh, taking on Lincoln Northeast here at Carney High next Saturday. Tip-off will be around 5:15 of the girls' game. Then, of course, we'll have the boys' game at 7 o'clock. And, of course, the uh, NFL playoff games. We'll have the, both of those games for you on Sunday, including my Miami Dolphins on the road to take on uh, Pittsburgh for the first game of the day. And then, of course, the nightcap of the NFL Wild Card weekend as that wraps up. And uh, we'll also have the uh, FCS uh, championship game where uh, Nebraska's former coach, Bo Pelini, goes for the national championship for Youngstown State, taking on James Madison. And we'll have the coverage starting around 1030 right here on ESPN Radio. We'll have a game for you on Friday night, a doubleheader. Uh, we're still deciding which one that's going to be coming up. Uh, this weekend. So obviously plenty of action. And again, we'll have Carney High for you when they uh, take on Lincoln Northeast next Saturday. Girl boy doubleheader starting about five fifteen right here on ESPN radio. Right now the Bearcats comfortably ahead of Fremont thirty-four to fifteen, and we'll tip off the third quarter when we come back to Carney High right after this.
3: For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman Maine, Costler and Cottle.
1: And welcome back here. Carney High will have the ball first. The possession arrow pointing their direction. And our possession arrow brought to you by the special people at AceraCare Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter locations in Kearney, Grand Island, New York, serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call AceraCare Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. And Carney High, as we mentioned, got off to a great start here. Got to uh, a, an early 12-1 to 1 lead just in a flash, and they led after the first quarter by a count of 20-3, to 3, and uh, really the game has not really been much closer than that from uh, that point on. In fact, the Bearcats actually extended the lead a little bit in that second quarter as they lead here, 34-15. to 15. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. So, Cats. Hey, Cats uh, with the ball first to start the second half. Kind of like this vantage point. People get walk by and say hi to me on the way through. Carney, High will bring it out to Techmeyer. Gives it to Clevenger. Clevenger throws right side for Koski. Bearcats going with their starters out there. Entry inside for Robinson. Robinson now in the lane. A little post move. Kicks out for Clevenger. Three-pointer. Back in the iron. No good. And rebound is taken out here by Fremont. It's uh, Keeney who pulls down the defensive rebound after the miss. And he'll bring it in the offensive end, giving it on the right side here for Harms. Harms off the screen, gives it to Ware. Robinson staying right with him. And they'll get the ball out here on the left side here for Niehaus. Gives it to the elbow for Dinus. Dinus can't shoot over the top of the arms of Robinson there. And they'll kick it out for Harms on that left side. Harms now, as they switch uh, players here, he's going to be picked up by Clevenger. And they enter it inside the lane. A little help by Robinson. And Robinson forces a bad shot as Coster will pull down the rebound. And can Give Coster credit. That's some pretty good uh, defense that he played there as well. It's one element of his game that people don't talk about a lot. Mostly because he averages about 22 points a game. Kick out to Clevenger on the right side. Clevenger gets the screen from Robinson. Penetrates. Will get the ball out for Koski, Back out for Clevenger who is wide open for the three but maybe a little bit out of his range. He wasn't on the line, he was back about a stride, and he'll give it to Techmeyer. Techmeyer on the drive, loses the ball off of his leg and out of bounds. Kate Newhouse was able to knock the ball off of Techmeyer's leg and out of bounds. According to the official, who was right where you'd like him to be to make such a call. Left side, Harms has it. He'll kick the ball back out here for Keeney. Keeney, long pass over in the hands of Harms. Harms going to drive, and he runs over Robinson, who collects the charge. Well, I thought they could have given a couple of charges earlier for Carney High, but Robinson that time camped out underneath, and Riley Harms is going to be called for the player control foul. They're known as the charge. Nice defense there. Clevenger in the offensive end. Well, and uh, Fremont trying to trap the ball. They're being a lot more aggressive here defensively. Techmeyer has gives it. it the Clevenger? And Clevenger... As his pass intercepted with the steal here is going to be Niehaus, and Niehaus is going to lay it in. Well, a little bit different animal here for Carney High in the second half as it's been uh, Fremont playing with a little bit more spring in their step. Robinson gets the pass, gets the drive, can't get the shot to fall as he should have laid that one off the glass, went right to the rim, and it's going to be rebounded here by Harns. Great-looking offensive set there for Carney High, though. A little drive left side. Great flip there by Niehaus. And Niehaus has the bucket. So just like that, the lead cut down to 15. Was a 19-point lead. So nothing to hit the panic button just yet. But right now, Fremont playing with a little more spring in their step than Carney High. Techmeyer on the right side has it. That being said, that last offensive set to uh, Robinson was a great-looking play. Just Robinson didn't have the finish. Kick out for Techmeyer, who will fire a three. No good. And rebounded by Keeney. Keeney pulls it down. And Carney High will pressure it. And we've got a foul. Pass was stolen away. And as soon as he made the catch, Koski drove right in. And there's going to be a uh, foul called here on Fremont. That'll be on Kay Nehouse. And Koski, great defensive play. Just that outlet pass they stole and. Leaned in right away. And he'll hit the free throw. So Koski now with six points in the game. And Schwartz comes back in the game for Carney High. Giving Clevenger a little bit of a breather. Second free throw for Koski. And Koski makes both of them. Koski now with seven in the game. And Koski will pressure the ball as it's back in the hands here of Keeney. He's going to be double teamed over there. Keeney long pass up ahead. And a shot over the type of Koster is going to be good for Connor Dinas. Dinas with the uh, nice little shot right over top of Koski. Koster, rather, didn't want to commit the foul. Around the perimeter goes Carney high here. They give it right side for Schwarz. They're coming to double team him. He'll dribble out. And gets the ball off for Techmeyer. Techmeyer going to drive, lobs it for Coster, who don'ts it. Just a little lob there, up for Coster, and Coster flying down that baseline with the slam dunk. Pass to, tipped, and Schwartz diving for the loose ball. It goes out of bounds, and Fremont limboed it. Schwartz really was trying to get that off the leg of Keeney there. After the initial pass was tipped by Koski. So now Carney High, they're playing with a little bit more fire. Not that they were flat, just they were being outplayed just a little bit there by Fremont. And now the Bearcats are playing some pretty good defense, but they're going to call a foul here on Koski. That's a tough foul on him as Keeney with a great drive on that left side. Hits a tough shot with the left hand and now has the and one as they call the foul here on Koski. So Keeney shooting into the student body here at Kearney High will face a lot of noise and will miss the free throw and rebounded by Koski. Backdoor cut, Robinson's gonna drive and Robinson gonna be fouled by Harms. Good clean foul. I wouldn't necessarily even say a hard foul, but just a good clean foul there. It was one of those intentional fouls, of course. And Robinson now will shoot two as Harms. Picks up his second foul. Don't commit that foul. That's an easy bucket. And the free throw is up and good here for uh, Robinson. So Robinson makes the first of two. Robinson on the season, 7 of 21. So he's a 33% free throw shooter. Probably be one of those things he'd like to improve. And he improves his stats here as he makes both free throws. Carney High as a team has shot the ball pretty well from the free throw line where they're 7 of 8. That's beyond pretty good. That's real good. Arms is across the timeline, and he'll bounce it out here for Niehaus and slow down that slow bounce pass so Niehaus can get in the offensive end. Techmeyer picks him up, dribbles all the way down to the baseline. Now he gives it top of the circle here on the left side here for Perry. Perry, hands off for Arms. Arms in the corner will fire a 3, no good, and Robinson with the rebound. And Schwartz has it. He'll give right side for Koski. Cats facing a little 1-3-1 here, and they give it to Koski. Coster, and Coster has the ball knocked loose, diving for it and getting the timeout is Fremont's number 43. That's great hustle there by Connor Dinus. Dinus knocked the ball loose, dove on it, called the timeout, and all the way out at mid to give him a high five is head coach Mark Williams. That's great hustle there. For Fremont, this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, and with 3:12 to go here in the third quarter, Cats with a 17-point lead, 40 to 23, Tigers will inbound the ball. We come back after this. And welcome back here to Carney High. Bearcats with a 40-23 lead here now with 3.12 to go in the basketball game. And again, a good hustle there by Dynas to force that turnover by Carney High. And they'll kick the ball now right side for Hendricks. Hendricks will fire a three. That's no good. And rebound goes to Carney High. Coming up with it there is going to be Straka. And Carney will slow it down just a little bit as they give it to Schwarz. Wars will work around the perimeter here as they get it off here on the left side for Straka. Kick right side for Koski. Robinson working hard on the inside. They try to force it into him, and they're going to call a kick here on Harms, and so the basketball belongs to Carney High as they'll inbound it in the middle of the Bearcat bench. Fremont uh, will send Taylor Keeney back into the game, and Ware will be back to battle as well. With 2.43 to go fremont has gone zone most of the game here, one through one for the most part. Dribbling here is going to be Clevenger. He'll kick right side for Schwarz. Nice penetration, and they'll get it in the lane for Sam Straka and Straka with an easy six-foot jumper. So a 19-point Carney high lead. Good that drive along the baseline, then kick out to Straka, who came through the lane nicely. Dangerous pass, and Carney High is going to intercept it, coming up with his Clevenger. Clevenger on the drive, takes off glass, shot going to be missed on the putback. Maybe a foul there, but Koski couldn't get the uh, putback to go. And then the ball on the other end going to be knocked loose here by Straka into the hands of Koski, who will then hand the ball off to Schwarz and will slow things down. Koski gives it to Schwarz between the circles here. And now we will give it right side for Clevenger. Again, Carney High forcing another turnover. Hand off to Clevenger. Clevenger off of the screen set by Robinson. We'll get the ball out on the left side for Straka. Back to Clevenger now. Clevenger maybe sh- could have shot the three but lost the handle. He'll dribble up, put up the shot. No good on a nice little runner there. And Zach Ware will pull down the rebound. Carney High got a good look out of that set. And now on the run here is going to be Keeney. Keeney has a shot blocked by Robinson. Robinson comes up with the outlet pass. And across the timeline, slowing it down is going to be Schwarz, who will give it back out here for Clevenger. So Koski will use up his dribble, give it off here for Clevenger. Now back to Schwarz on the left side. Minute to go here, third quarter to Koski. Back to Schwarz, top of the circle. Left side, just stepping back in bounds after being out of bounds was Clevenger. And... Uh, Robinson was knocked down. I think we're going to have a push here against Harms. And they're going to give it to uh, 44 instead. So that'll be on Brendan Perry. That'll be his second. I think it was still what resulted in Robinson being knocked down. 56 seconds to go here. And on the baseline, it's going to be Carney High inbounding the ball. Carson Schwars to toss it in, Coster checks in, and they'll just throw it top of the circle here. For Brant Barth, who also came in, and now back out for Carson Schwarz. 50 seconds left. Hand off to Coster, Coster, top of the circle here for Straka, Straka, for Schwarz. Schwars will direct traffic now with 40 seconds left. I think Carney might be looking to take that final shot here. They roll it inside for Robinson. Robinson on the baseline. We'll kick it out in the corner here for Barth. Barth is open for three, and he hits the three. That's a great look there. As Robinson had it, they double and triple teamed him, so he just kicked it out. The only thing better is that that would have been about 20 seconds later because right now they've got time to work. It does Fremont, and they have it now top of the circle for Harms. That was a good offensive set there. Dix will hand off here for Ware. Ten seconds left. Ware back left side for Dix. Dylan Dix spinning, backing in, nearly falling down. And he'll kick it out. Penetration. That's a tough shot. And we've got a whistle here as Keeney put up a wild drive. But the Bearcats did not have position there. And Robinson can be called for the foul. That's a right call, but it's a little unfortunate for Robinson, who really was playing pretty good defense. But Keeney got the turnover out of him. And Keeney makes the free throw. So he finishes the and one, and Carney inbounds the basketball. But that's about all they can get done there. And so a late three-point play here for Fremont. And it's Bearcats 45, Tigers 27. We'll be back to Carney High right after this timeout. The
3: University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt you'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today life is better with a boat and the time to buy is now buzzes marines 39th annual used boat show is january 7th through the 14th we offer the state's largest selection of premium used boats and they are indoors for your viewing pleasure get out of the cold and get ready for summer head to buzzesmarine.com today to view our used inventory now come see us january 7th through the 14th the best eight days to buy new to you buzzes Marine, south central avenue Kearney.
1: And welcome back here to Kearney High, Bearcats with a uh, 20, uh, they they put an extra point up there, they actually have a 45 to 26 lead, I was trying to track down that weird where the extra point was, well, it wasn't there, so it is a 45-26, and the ball inbound here for Fremont, dribbling between his leg here is going to be Keeney, Keeney shut out there nicely, by Koski, so they'll have to reset the half-court offense. They had a set inbounds play from midcourt trying to steal a bucket here. But Koski wasn't going to have any of that. Penetration here by Harms. And they'll work it back around the perimeter. Kneehouse will fire a three, no good. And Ryan Koski with a great defensive rebound. Koski always fairly quiet. I mean, he, he still uh, has a nice uh, point average. He averages about seven, almost eight points a ball game and seven rebounds. But does a lot of things that don't show up on the stat sheet. And a pass on that baseline going to be knocked out of bounds. Clevenger trying to throw it from one corner of the baseline to the other for Techmeyer. Techmeyer, relatively quiet night, hasn't scored yet. They'll give him the ball right now, and he'll kick right side for Clevenger. Techmeyer, that doesn't bother him as long as his team's up by 19, and that's the case. Koski looks inside for Robinson, gives it out to Coster. Back inside for Koski, who will kick out for Clevenger. He's open in the corner, and he drains the three. Trey Clevenger, another three-pointer. He's got 11 points in the game. He's the leading scorer for Kearney High with Coster, who also has 11. Keeney working against Clevenger, and Clevenger with the steal. Clevenger with the steal, outrunning everybody. Going to try that left hand layup and get fouled on the way up. Hit relatively hard, and where... Or Harms, rather, after committing the foul, even before he was finished sliding, he was helping Clevenger back up and say, hey, bro, we didn't, mean to, didn't mean for it to be that hard. So Clevenger comes up with the steal. And now he'll have uh, two free throws coming up after the foul on Harms. And again, a good piece of sportsmanship there by Harms. Free throw is good. And Clevenger's second free throw. Is up and good as well. Carney High has shot very well from the free throw line. They're 9 out of 10 here in the ball game. Harms inbounded. Got the ball right back, and he's sprinting up the field, up the court, and he's kicking it out to Harms. Harms get it off here, right side for Keeney. Back around out for Ware. Ware will fire a away three. No good. Coster with the rebound, and they'll give it up ahead here for Clevenger. Back out to Coster, who will fire a trail three. That's going to be a little bit short. And rebounded by Ware. So Ware pulls down the defensive rebound. And now a drive-in underneath. Great pass inside to set up Kneehouse, And Kneehouse will lay it up and in. 22-point lead, though, still for here for Carney High. They get it inside here for Techmeyer. And they fight for the ball down there, and it goes into the hands of the Tigers. So Carney High turns it over. As Keeney comes out with it, and he'll give it to Harms, who will try a trail three. That's no good. And the rebound's going to go off the hands of Ware and out of bounds. Ware couldn't redo- pull that down, that rebound, because Koster and uh, Koski did not allow him to put it in his pocket. And he was the last to touch it. So, Cats here in great position to move to 500 on the season. They have a 50 28 lead with 540 to go. And Clevenger, the hot hand, dribbles on the baseline and has it go off of his foot and out of bounds. Again, Carney Highs look very good in this game, but there's a few things to clean up. Turnovers will be one of them. They actually have uh, 11 turnovers compared to 12 for Fremont. On the dribble here is Niehaus. Niehaus lobs it up here for Harms. Harms lets everybody cycle through. Dribbles gives it top of the circle here for Dylan Dix. Trying to connect over here to Harms. They can't make the connection, and Fremont's just throwing the ball away. For the Cats. Back to battle will be Carson Schwarz. Six one sophomore. So Schwarz dribbles right across the letter K there. Dylan Dix will pick him up defensively. Schwartz dribbles down to the baseline, kicks it out to Techmeyer. Techmeyer fakes the pass, fires the three, going to be no good, and they're going to call Schwartz for a foul here off of the rebound. Carney, ah. the That'll be the second on Schwartz. Back in, Barth. Barth back into the game here for Carney High with five minutes to go and a 22-point Carney High lead, 50 to 28. And they'll lob the ball up ahead here for Keeney. Keeney's going to kick it out there for Ware. Ware for three. Going to be a little bit too strong. And rebounded by Techmeyer. So Techmeyer pulls down the rebound. Now he's got the ball back. He's weaving through traffic. Gives it to Coster. Coster, a little ball fake. Going to take the shot up. No good. And rebound going to be taken out here by Keeney. And then that will be a ball that's tied up. Nice work there in underneath. Tying up the ball by Carson Schwarz. Storrs was able to pin it up against his hip, and then there was kind of a little scrum for it. And the possession arrow is pointing to Carney High, so that will be a Fremont turnover. Because off the hell ball, Carney High's got it. Joaquin Robinson going to check in the game, so is Brock Marlett. Also in the game, Devin Colbo. Not the only regular out there right now is going to be Techmeyer. And he has yet to score. Ball inbounded for Joaquin Robinson. And Joaquin's pass is going to be deflected off the hands. Of Connor Dinus and out of bounds, and now uh, Techmeyer will come out of the game as Carson Schwartz checks back in. I think we've called everybody's name except for Brant Barth, and they inbound the ball to him. They give it to Brock Marlette. Marlette tries to get it down low for Robinson, and it's going to go out of bounds off the hands so of Harms and out of bounds. So the game in the hands of the second five for Carney High as it's inbounded here for Barth. Barth tries to enter it in. There's going to be a kick by Harms. Fortunately, those five players out just because they have a comfortable lead, no injuries. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life. Two locations in Kearney. Ball inbounded, and they'll kick it back out here for Carson Schwartz. Schwartz could have fired the three, but instead he'll work it out here for Devin Kobo. Gives it to Joaquin Robinson. Robinson will kick. That's a great look there to Marlatt, who will fire the three pointer. No good, and Keeney will pull down the rebound. They'll bring in the offensive end. A little penetration here by Niehaus. Niehaus, strong drive, no good. And uh, we got a foul after Brant Barth pulled down the rebound. And the foul will be on uh, Connor Dynas. That'll be just his first. Check that, his second. And it's only the third excuse me, the sixth foul on the Tigers here. We have not had a one-and-one one in this ballgame. Ball lost. Keeney will get the long outlet pass, and then we're going to have Schwarz committing a foul. Otherwise, that probably been a layup. So Bearcats turn the ball over. Schwarz calls the foul. That's now only three fouls against Kearney High as a team compared to six uh, against uh, Fremont. Entry pass down low and another and one opportunity. Taylor Keeney. Good job of bodying up there. He's hit on the arm, and now we'll try to finish the three-point play. And the foul will be on Devin Colbo, his first. And Keeney's free throw is up and good. So he makes the three-point play. And it's now 50-31. Carney's been in control of this game since the opening tip, really. Ball inbounded to Marlette. Marlette will split the defense, get it to Robinson, and Robinson will flip it up and in. The end. Joaquin Robinson getting a nice dish there from Marlette. Marlette will pressure the ball. He'll hand the ball off here for Dynas. Dynas being pressured, throws it through the hands of Perry and nearly goes in the backcourt and does. Yeah, I couldn't quite come up with it. And so Dylan Dix will turn the ball over here for Fremont. Wasn't really his fault. He just ran out of real estate trying to track that one down. Jared Wagner going to check in here for Carney High, and they'll inbound the ball to him. Wagner being picked up by Niehaus. And Cobo had it. is going to be fouled. Kobo now will go to the line for the first one-and-one one of the ball game. Neither team had gotten to seven fouls in either half until 3.23 to go here in the fourth quarter. That's now seven on Fremont. So Kobo will be shooting the front end of a one-and-one. And that one goes out the back of the iron and no good. And rebound by Niehaus. Niehaus bringing the offensive end himself. He'll kick it here on the right side for Dylan Dix. And they'll get the ball back inside for Perry. Perry in the lane in a little bit of trouble, but he's fouled. And we'll see whether or not they say that was uh, on the shot or before the shot. It's going to be on Joaquin Robinson, and they're going to say that he was in the act of shooting. So here comes two free throws for Perry, and the first one's up and good. Bearcats uh, bring in Studi, who's uh, wearing number 15, and the free throw is up and no good. Rebounded by Carney High, and We got a foul. Robinson got the rebound. He also was the guy that was fouled. So he'll have a one-and-one after Kay Newhouse commits the foul. And Robinson with a one-and-one. His free throw is good. So Robinson's second free throw up and good. He remains perfect on the season. He's now two for two on the year. His shooting percentage is pretty good, too. He came in hitting the only free uh, field goal attempt he tried all season. He made one here earlier. I think he missed one, but shooting 67% is pretty good on the year. Three minutes to go here as Robinson does come out of the game after making the free throw. Hendricks on the dribble, and he'll hand the ball off here for Dinus. Dynas. Back out here for Hendricks. Hendricks with a three-pointer that is tracked down by Studi. And Studi facing some pressure. Will bring in the offensive end. And they'll get it out here on the left side. Entry pass can be knocked away. Kolbo tried to lob it to the inside there. Intended for uh, Seth Stroh. And it was on his pass that uh, the foul occurred. So Colbo will go to the line and will shoot a couple. And the free throw was good. 55-32. 55-32. Kearney High with a 23-point lead. And the second free throw is good. So Kobo with a couple of points. And Niehaus brings it across, pressured there by Studi. Entry pass in the lane here for Harms, and Harms in the air on his way down is fouled. And the foul will be on Brett Obermiller. So Harms to the free throw line for the front end of a one-and-one one because that is now the seventh team foul against Carney High. It's good. So Harms now has his first point of the game with 2.30 to go. Averages 9.6 as a starter. Still out there with two and a half to go in a 23-point ball game. Makes both free throws. And number 10, Austin Callahan going to check in here for the Tigers. Studi, they want to double team him with Harms. Studi in a little bit of trouble, and we're going to have a timeout here by Carney High. Cats call the timeout to preserve the uh, possession here with 2.22 to go in the fourth quarter. Bearcats with a 56-34 lead this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back to Carney High right after this. For you on our games on Classic, it's 98-9. The Gibbon girls won 49-27 over Gibbon. And now at halftime of the boys, it's Gibbon with a 37-17 lead over Shelton. Studi gets the ball inbounded, has a nice little screen, flies up court, tries a bounce pass in the lane that's just a little bit off the money. And Carney High will turn the ball over. Good idea there as Carney High drew up how to handle the pressure, got a good look out of it, except for the uh, last-second turnover down low. Hendricks on the dribble here. Give it off right side for Riley Harms. Harms is going to drive, shot no good, fighting for the rebound. He's going to be able to tip it out here for Callahan. Kick out right side for Harms. Harms going to shoot another three. And then we got a foul on the rebound as Harms comes up with it. And they're going to foul him, so he'll go to the line and shoot a one-and-one. Harms averages 9.6 points, but I don't think he normally gets his 9.6 points in a blowout as the only starter on the court for either team. I don't think generally that's how he does that. He does make the free throw here. But he didn't score until this game was decided. He now has three in the game, made the first free throw, and now he makes the second. Now he'll come out of the game. Jacob Heinemann going to check in for him. So the 6'3 sophomore will come in. And the ball's inbounded here for Studi. Studi, nice pass up ahead here for Obermiller. Obermiller leading the break, going to be fouled. Nope, they're going to say no foul. Just knocked out of bounds there by the Tigers. They uh, blew the whistle on the reaching, so I thought they're calling it a foul, but they just waited until the ball was out of bounds, and then they said it was uh, just out of bounds. Great entry pass inside and muscling up as Kobo, and Devin Kobo with the bucket. So Hendricks on that left side. He'll hand it off here for Callahan. Callahan, nice dribble, top of the key, backs up for three. In and out, no good. Nothing but white jerseys there to pull down the rebound. And Stroh will pull down the defensive rebound. And we're going to have a block called here on uh, Fremont. thought maybe they might say that Seth Stroh coming through there was a little out of control. But as it is, it's going to be Stroh who goes to the free throw line. As Condor called for the foul. And the free throw is no good here for Stroh. It's now 10 fouls against Fremont. Stro at the line. And this one is up and good. 59-36 with a minute 27 to go. Carney been in control since the opening tip. Hendricks facing a little double team there. Studi doing a nice job of keeping him off uh, balance with Obermiller, but he's able to get it up ahead here for Dix. Dix will throw it here right side for Perry. And now driving is going to be Hendricks, and Hendricks puts his head down and banks that high off the glass, and Caden Hendricks has his first points of the night. Studi facing some pressure, is able to step through and give it to Obermiller. Obermiller leading a three-on-two break, gets it on the baseline for Cobo. Turnaround jumper in the lane here for Obermiller. Obermiller's shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by Hendricks. And with 50 seconds left, here comes Hendricks across the timeline. Studi picks him up. A little kick out in the corner on the last side. Callahan will fire a three. No good. Studi will pull down the rebound, and we've got a foul. So Hendricks with the foul. Studi now will go to the line for a couple. With 42 seconds to go. And Studi's free throw is up and good. And the second one's good as well. So Studi makes a couple of free throws. And it's 61 to 38. 40 seconds to go. Pressure being put on and a steal. Here with it is Wagner, and Wagner is going to lay it up and in. Jared Wagner coming up with a steal and is able to take it right off the glass and in. Great job there. Pass on the left side. Going to be another loose ball picked up by Studi. Fremont turns it over again. And they'll kick the ball up ahead here for Cobo. 14 seconds left. Carney High can milk the clock, or they might just be playing catch here. And not worry about putting up another shot. Wegner's going to drive, though. Wegner's going to be fouled, and he'll go to the line with 4.4 4 to go. Yeah, he might as well attack. <laughs> and you can see in Wegner's face. That's kind of what he means. I think that's what that smile means. I'll play until they tell me to stop playing. Wegner's with the free throw up and good. Second free throw for Wagner he is up and good. It makes both of them. They have shot free throws very well today. Four seconds left. Ball inbounded here for Dix. Dix will shoot a three-pointer top of the key. No good. And that will do it. Your final score, Carney High, 65, and Fremont 38. A nice 27-point win at home here for the Bearcats to improve their record to 4-4 and on the year. They'll travel to North Platte on Friday, and Saturday, don't forget, we'll have their game around 7 o'clock for the boys. The girls will be around 5.15, and we'll have both games for you right here on ESPN Radio. Once again, 65-38, Kearney High with the win over Fremont. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthic Peak Surgery game show coming up right after this. It's a
3: new day here at Long John Silver's.
2: Hastings College offers many great things, tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've gotta check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more.
0: Anderson Brothers can rewire your entire house or just add a handy outlet. We can fix an annoying drip or install a whole new kitchen and bath. We can change your furnace filter or convert your entire home to geothermal heat. After all, our name says it all. Anderson Brothers, electric, plumbing, and heating. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers. Neighbors serving your neighborhood for over 65
1: years. And welcome back here to Kearney High. Bearcats with a 65-38 win over the Fremont Tigers. And you are listening to the newest sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment. Checking the numbers here for Fremont, who now fall to 5-4 and four on the year. They were led by Taylor Keeney, who had 12 points, 4 rebounds. Kate Newhouse had 9 points and a rebound. Zach Ware, 6 points and 5 rebounds, all 6 of those coming in the first half. Riley Harmus finished with 4 points and a rebound. Connor Dinus with 4 points. And Caden Hendricks had 2 points, 1 rebound. Braden Perry had a point. Also had a rebound. Unofficially, Fremont was 14 of 39 for about 36% shooting in the game, but they did turn the ball over 17 times, and they had 14 total rebounds, only one offensive rebound. And so Carney High won the uh, rebounding uh, battle uh, pretty comfortably here, 26 to 14. Uh, Bearcats winning that rebounding battle. Meanwhile, for the Cats, they were led by Trey Clevenger, who finished with 13 points, including three three-pointers. He also had a rebound and a couple of assists. Cannon Coster with 11 points in the game, hit one three-pointer on the night, also had five rebounds. Ryan Kosky, another solid game, right at his average in terms of scoring, finished with seven points and four rebounds. Carson Scores had six points, two rebounds. Shiloh Robinson, six points, seven rebounds. Jared Wagner finished with four points. Uh, Sam Stronka had four points and a rebound. Devin Colbo with four points. Joaquin Robinson with four points and a rebound. Brant Barth with three points and a rebound. Jake Scala had two points and a rebound. And Seth Stroh with one point, one rebound here in the ball game. And surprisingly, uh, with all the players that scored for Carney High, Jake Techmeyer was not one of them. Had a solid game. They were really, kind. Of, I think, trying to concentrate on shutting him down a little bit. He averages about 11 points per ball game, but uh, that's okay as his team really took care of business here by a final of 65 to 38. And again, they won that rebounding battle. Also, Carney uh, High did turn the ball over 13 times here, but they did force about 17 turnovers by the Tigers, and enough of those turned into layups on the other end of the court that Carney High, uh, the, granted, they could have had a better margin of uh, winning that turnover battle. But again, I think fast break points and points in the paint as a result of turnovers really went the way of Carney High. And that's one of the reasons why they come away comfortably in this one 65 to uh, 38. Bearcats unofficially 20 of 43 from the field. So they shot about 40, almost 47% here in the game. They were 13 of 22 inside the arc for 60%, well, 59.1%. From the free throw line, they were 18 of 21. Got the free throw line 21 times, 18 of 21. Shot 86% from the free-throw line, and they were 7-21 from three-point range, uh, so they're shooting 33.3%. That's getting it done as well. Bearcats really shooting very well inside the arc, outside the arc, and from the free-throw line, and Carney wins this one going away 65-38. to 38. We're going to take another break. You're listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Hopefully have a chance to talk with uh, Coach Baranek when we continue with more of our post-game show here from Carney High right after this time out.
0: Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bram's will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney towing and repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number.
3: For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatic's. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings—you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HD TVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer, Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue. Carney, and
1: welcome back here to the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery post-game show, and. Um... Making his way up the stands here is uh, Drake Bronick, head boys basketball coach here for Carney High. The uh, Cats win this one fairly comfortably tonight by a, a final of 65 to uh, 38. And Carney uh, High got off to a very fast start and never really looked back in this one. And uh, Coach, congratulations. Nice win. Thanks a lot. Yeah That defense, I think, really kind of fed your offense. And it just started from the almost the opening tip on. Uh, not the cleanest game of the world, but but it, it was a lot of fun to see just how much tenacity you, your team could put out there, especially defensively.
5: Yeah, I think that's one thing that we kind of discovered over the week uh, weekend at GNAC where we kind of flew around a little bit and um, you've got to play hard against teams you think you're better than and really really step on their throats early. And our guys did a really good job of doing that.
1: And uh, you know, usually when you, your offense gets going, it's usually Techmeyer or Coster or somebody like that that hits a few shots. But tonight, it was it was really travel, uh, Trey Clevenger who got a nice hot start for you guys. Yeah,
5: we, we talked about running a set for him. He hadn't hit a three all year, so we were talking about running a set for him. Luckily, guys found him and, and got him some confidence. And, um, you know, we've got to continue to develop um, other guys to be able to help us when teams try to junk us or do whatever and really take away Jake and cannon. And, uh, um, our guys stepped up tonight and hopefully we just continue to do that and continue to improve and continue to get confidence in, uh, some of those other guys. Um, the GNAC was huge, you know, playing McCook and playing a game where, um, you know, mistakes didn't hurt us quite as much as, uh, games before where it felt like everything was, uh, you know, we're playing against good teams. There's no margin for error. And, um, so some guys were able to play through some mistakes and get some confidence in a game situation, and right now we're, we're bearing the fruits of that.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, got Trey to hit the three three-pointers. He hit two of them, almost like back-to-back. Yeah. And uh, it just really kind of forced them to, to respect him because they were, they, were, they, were, they were staying back against him yeah. after that it really kind of opened up some other passing lanes. And, and if there's a passing lane, Trey Cleverger is going to find a way to get a basketball through it.
5: Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, what we did is a pretty good job. of It's it's tough to shoot that thing if you're catching it on a reversal. But if your teammates are smart enough to drive it at that defender to sit in the middle of the lane, we pitch it back to him with our shoulder square, um, you know, some fourth graders can hit that shot. So um, credit to Trey. Um, you know, I think our Rowdy's kind of got him juiced up. He hit about seven in a row to start the warm-ups there. So I thought maybe it was going to be a good night for him. But, uh, you know, our guys did a nice job of responding, and, uh, you know, we got a busy week this week.
1: Well, when you were in fourth grade, you hit those because <laughs> I, uh, I saw you do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, conversely, uh, you, you had Techmeyer, who didn't score tonight, but a lot of times when that happens, you get a game that averages, you know, 11, 12 points a game, then kind of feels like he has to get that. Never got that sense at all from him. Yep,
5: tonight. No, he just kept competing. And, you know, it's it's it was a game where it's hard for him to get in some flow. He missed early, early shot. And uh, but he continued to compete yeah. and continued to do some good things. He threw a nice alley-oop to Cannon. And uh, when 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 you're struggling or when you're not in a flow, you got to do simple things early or simple things first. And some guys try to make things harder, so, you know, coming in the lane. And one time he tried to drop a no look pass to get himself going and. And they kick it out of bounds and it's hard to get in a flow. So um, for him to try to get some seals defensively, trying to get engaged that way and and, uh, you know, throw a nice pass to Cannon. And then if we could have played another quarter, he would have been been going off the next quarter, I think.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, I, I love the fact that he wasn't he wasn't trying to pressure it too much. That yep. He didn't really feel like he had to do that for his stats. Nope. Um, a couple of other guys that. There's a lot of things that don't show up in the in the scorebook very much, and, and first name that comes to mind is Koski, because it always seems like he ends up. It may not start there, but he kind of ends up on one of their better offensive players and does a nice job of shutting him down.
5: Yeah, he does. You know, he's kind of taking that role of uh, you know we give a guy that we need to kind of shut down a little bit, and and uh, he's that guy for us. And the best thing he's done over the last couple of year uh, last couple of games here is just. Finish off defensive rebounds at GNAC. I think he had about four in a row where he went up with two hands strong and went and got them. So, um, you know, we're correcting things that need to get corrected. We're hitting free throws a little bit better. We're defensive rebounding a little bit better. Um, we're knocking in some three pointers a little bit and uh, just playing a little bit more confident. And, and we're going to play ugly. We're going to get up and down a little bit. We're going to make some mistakes So we're going to play fast. We're going to make the other team play fast. So, um, we just got to make less mistakes than they do and capitalize on a few more things on our end. So, um, overall, pretty proud of the way that our guys are buying into our system and the way that we want to play and, and we know we can't do this to every team but uh playing pressure defense like that helps you to uh win when the games you're supposed to and uh, that's kind of our mantra there
1: and a uh, nice way of, of, of giving yourself a little distance against Fremont tonight 18 of 21 from the free throw line
5: yep yep and uh you know it's Funny with a break and just how mental free throws are. Take a break, don't practice them at all. We practice them all week and clunk, 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 clunk. But uh, again, just we need games where we're not in a pressure situation, stepping to the free throw line, up 20, just getting in a rhythm in a game situation. And, uh, I think that'll be huge for a free throw shooting from here on out.
1: And you talk about getting in a rhythm. You got the nice win. You played well in the GNAC tournament. And it, yep. again, against Norfolk, that you played well against one of the better teams in Class yep. A at their place. It's right. never an easy place to play. Yep. Uh, so you pick up a couple wins there. You have the nice win here. You travel to North Platte, who's 2-7. and seven, And I don't, I'm not asking you to say anything that's going to be on their bulletin board. But an opportunity here to kind of get the second half of the season, that, 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 that stretch after the Christmas break, yep. going in a good direction.
5: Yeah. Um, you know, we watched them play at GNAC and they played Scott's Bluff tough in the first half of, of GNAC and Scott's Bluff got a little distance and ended up maybe 13 or something like that. But, uh, you know, North Platte, they'll play hard. Um, they'll compete. And uh, if we're not ready to rock and roll on a trip out there. Um, you know, we're going to have a long game ahead of us. So um, we kind of talked in the locker room about what we want to do in 2017 and how we want to do it. And our guys bought into it tonight. we got to continue doing that from here on out. So uh North Platte's a scary team though. I mean they, they they do some good stuff, but again, if we can pressure um basketball players that aren't super comfortable into making some questionable decisions then um we're kinda of stacking the odds in our favor.
1: Yeah, and it you know, they're always ten points points better at home than they were are yep. any place else. Yep. That can be a tough place to play. Hey, good luck to you, and we'll see you on Saturday.
5: All right. Well, thanks a lot, Randy. All thanks right. for coverage.
1: All right. Thanks, Drake. Drake Ronick head basketball coach here at Carney High, Bearcats uh, improve their record now to four and four on the year with a 65-38 win against Fremont Friday. They'll be in North Platte. We'll have their game Saturday against Lincoln Northeast. Uh, the girls' game will start at around 5:15. The boys around uh, seven o'clock or so. And again, we'll have both the girls and the boys' game for you right here on ESPN 1460. I'm Randy Bushcutter for our engineer and producer, Caleb Henry, back in the studios. I want to say thanks for joining us for our first basketball game of the new year and hope you can join us throughout the course of the season and thanks to all of our sponsors as well. I'm Randy Bushcutter from Carnyheim. Good night, everybody.